This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Ahead in moments from WHL linesman to umpire in the biggest game in Canadian football. Prince Albert native Troy Semenchuk. The umpire in the 109th plane of the Grey Cup game in Regina last Sunday. He'll tell us about that experience. And two top prospects for the upcoming NHL draft round out the show. Moose Jaw Warriors forward Braden Yeager in the midst of the Warriors BC road trip. The A-rated prospect, according to NHL Central Scouting, will be our guest. And Zach Benson of the Winnipeg Ice coming off a huge week where he was named the WHL Player of the Week. Zach Benson will close out the show. First up, a WHL linesman, Troy Semenchuk, with the opportunity of a lifetime as he traded in his WHL linesman stripes for CFL Grey Cup officiating stripes. He was the umpire for the 109th Grey Cup held recently in Regina, and we track him down for the WHL radio show. Troy, uh, boy, you're an official in a couple of different sports, uh, and what an honor for you. I'm sure you're still, uh, you know, a bit... Still coming down from a, a Grey Cup officiating assignment for the Grey Cup. Yeah, I sure am. It's been uh, it's been quite the kind of week and a half here, and uh, you know, tons of support, and it's so exciting telling people I was on the game, and then all the emotions that go with going into the game and being prepared, and then you know, obviously coming back to our real life here and back to work, and just. You know, all the folks asking about it and being excited about it. It's just been fantastic. Troy, you worked with uh, umpire uh, Dave Foxcroft and, and that crew. Uh, how do you go about landing the prestigious assignment of working a Grey Cup? You know, I, I really think it's a reflection of, you know, so many people that have, you know, um, coached me and been patient with me and poured their time and energy into me to help me develop and improve and, um, man, it's just, uh, it's such an honor to, to be named to the crew, to have the trust of your, your colleagues, have the trust of, of your boss, and, uh, you know, to be put on uh, the biggest game of the year is just uh, it's an experience I'll, I'll treasure forever. You've been a WHL linesman going back to 2012, 13. Uh, you live in Prince Albert now, and, and I can't imagine the feeling of being at Mosaic Stadium. Uh, just before the anthem and have the snowbirds buzz over top. I mean, as a player, that has to get you going. As a as an umpire for that game, that probably has to get you going too. It really did. Like it just um, it, it just sends sh- it sends shivers down my spine. Like it was, it's hard to explain what that does. And you, you know, you do a good job of saying it's just the energy, the electricity. Um, you know, the fans are hyped up. The players are fired up, ready to go. The crew is uh, dialed in and focused, and can't wait to uh, to kick the ball off. And uh, man, it was just uh, just a a wild and unbelievable event. And you know, again, to to work my first uh, Grey Cup in my home province with with lots of people, familiar faces in the stands, it was just uh, it was just wonderful. Troy, are you a, a hockey guy first or a football guy first? I think. Um, I would say it's kind of a, a bit of a combination or crossover. I was uh, was a hockey player, then official as a young kid, um, and then took a break from from officiating um, hockey uh, once I kind of finished high school and progressed 
playing football beyond beyond high school and then uh, coaching kind of took over and then when I decided to transfer out of uh, teaching high school to elementary you know started uh, football officiating so I would say uh, I'm a bit of both um, both have uh, both sports have just they mean so much to me and have given me so much I, I don't think I'll ever be able to give the game back what uh, or the games back what they've given to me so just extremely grateful to be involved in both nicely said uh, they couldn't be further from the the different ends of the spectrum you know hockey's confined to a rink you're on skates you can get around quickly uh football's on that wide field 110 yards you got to run to wherever you're going no coasting so boy i'm sure both have their similarities but uh both are are, are different here from a from a, an officiating standpoint very different uh, in terms of how the sports operate but i'll tell you um you know my my time in the western hockey league has uh you know, really prepared me for lots of the um, the challenges that we face in, in football officiating, you know, the, the ability to, um, you know, be a good communicator, the ability to recognize hot spots, uh, especially as a linesman in hockey, recognize those situations on the field and maybe get in there and get between uh, players and, and, and separate them. Um, boy, they, uh, the skills really cross over uh, the officiating skills from one to the other. Yeah, and because you know you mentioned getting into you know into a crease, into some scrums, and getting between players as an umpire, one of your responsibilities is to you know if there's a fumble or a change of possession, you got to get in there and find out who has the ball and signal possession. I mean, they probably play off each other pretty well. They really do. Yeah, and um, yeah, like I say, like you say, uh, as as an umpire, I'm, I'm chasing. Uh, you know, running plays down and, you know, whether there's a tackle or a, a group of players there, lots of times we've got to get in between and separate them or use our voices and words and communication to, uh, to you know, kind of calm things down. Um, you know, if we have fumbles, change of possession, same thing. you got to sort of dig in there and find it and, you know, come up with a decision, a ruling, and then point uh, possession. And, you know, it, it's uh, it's amazing how much, uh, working on the lines in, in the Western Hockey League has really prepared me um, and really helped me to uh, to be successful on the football field. It's uh, it's pretty neat when I actually uh, when I actually reflect on it. Yeah. Oh, this is great to be best of both worlds, right? A WHL linesman and then into the Grey Cup game. What's next for you? This is the pinnacle, the CFL. You just did that in Regina. Uh, but as far as your officiating uh, aspirations, where does that lie right now, Troy? I mean, just like uh, just like the players, officials want to be in the last game of the year, and that's that's always the uh, the goal at the start of the season. And um, you know, now that I've had a taste of uh, of what the experience and everything that goes with it uh, is, you know, working that last game, the Grey Cup in football, it it motivates me to work even extra hard in the off season, in the weight room, in the rule book, um, you know, to uh, to get back to that point and you know to get back into that Grey Cup game. In hockey, my goal is always to go as far as I can, and you know, just like in football in the Western Hockey League, I uh, you know I work with. Uh, great guys and gals and very supportive uh, team in terms of our coaches and, and our boss. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so lucky to do this. Sometimes I got to pinch myself. I feel like I'm dreaming, but I, uh, 
I really do feel like the luckiest guy to be able to experience uh, two sports and and uh, to work at, at very high levels in both those sports. Well, definitely is a, a tight-knit group uh, headed up there by Kevin Minch, uh, Director of Officiating. And, uh, hey, Troy, great experience for you. Thanks for uh, sharing your story, and we can't wait to see you out in a WHL rink in the coming weeks. Thanks a lot. Oh, looking forward to that. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Hey, Braden Yeager and the Moose Jaw Warriors have begun their first trek out to the BC Division since the 2018-19 season. He's an A-rated prospect for this summer's NHL draft. Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, has more. James Gallo in Prince George and talking with Moose Jaw Warriors 17-year-old forward Braden Yeager. Braden, seven games in 14 days for the Warriors through the BC and Central Division. But before we talk about that, let's talk about last weekend where you guys sweeped that weekend home-and-home series against the Swift Current Broncos. How good was that for this team to feel good about themselves and build some confidence heading on this long road trip? Yeah, it was huge. I mean, you know, the road trip kind of started in Swift there and, you know, to get a you know, back-to-back win is something we kind of struggle with, you know, kind of to start the season. And, um, but no, I think it was a huge confidence builder being able to, you know, kind of overcome that little uh, hump of adversity on, on Saturdays. And, uh, you know, I think it's uh, huge for our group and, you know, we're excited. The Saturday game in Swift Current was actually the start of eight straight road games for the Warriors. When you think back to that game, what are some elements in that game that you want to carry over to the seven-game journey? Yeah, I think everybody kind of just, you know, stuck to the plan. I think, you know, sometimes, you know, our puck management isn't the best and that's kind of when we're, you know, not our, not at our best. And I, thought, I think when we play with speed and, and uh, you know, puck management is a huge thing for us. And like I said, you know, like chipping pucks and, you know, just playing with speed, I think, you know, we can really take over take over the game and, uh, you know, dominate our team, our opponents. James Gallo talking with Braden Yeager. Seven game, 14 days. It starts in Prince George and you go Kelowna Kamloops, Victoria, Vancouver, you're up, up in Red Deer in Calgary. Uh, this is all Always a time that the guys circle. How much have you been looking forward to your your first trek to the Western Conference? Yeah, it's been you know super exciting as it you know kind of came closer. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, it's uh, it's going to be busy, but it's going to be super fun. And uh, obviously, we got a great group of guys, so it's uh, you know it's super fun being on the bus with them and, and spending time with the boys. So uh, you know it's uh, it's going to be a super fun trip, and you know hopefully we can uh, you know make the most of our uh, uh, trip here and get as much points as possible. Braden, I don't want to bring up the hub experience in Regina, but this kind of has similarities to it. Back in the hub, it was you know game off day game off day game game off day type of is that type of schedule is hectic it's similar you're playing every other game on this road trip when you think back and reflect on the hub is there elements from that that you can carry into this experience where again this is a very busy schedule yeah 100% I think you know kind of just throwing back to the bubble like you said it's uh, super busy and you know kind of relates to uh, you know this road trip and you know I think you know most of our guys you know that were on that team are still here now so I think you know being able to uh, you know get that busy schedule you know when we were younger and um, you know as we kind of matured we're you know more able to uh, you know prepare ourselves for games and you know ready for a busy schedule so you know I think uh, we're super excited and we're going to do a great job. The Warriors have played an East Division high 14 home games so is this a good experience to get away from the pressures of home even though it's nice to be at home but there's a lot of pressures at home and just bond as a team yeah 100 percent. i think you know it's it's also nice to kind of be be in a hotel and, and spend some time with the guys and uh, you know kind of just uh you know team bond and you know bring our team closer together so i think uh you know like i said we're kind of just you know super excited to you know get this uh, road trip underway and uh you know just uh make the most of it the road trip starts wednesday in prince george and there's a familiar face on the other side of the red line that being your old uh, line mate riley height have you guys talked 
coming into this uh, game on Wednesday night? And if so, you know, what can you share with us about that? Yeah, a little bit. I think, you know, just uh, it's almost going to feel a little bit weird. I haven't played, uh, played against or with that guy for, you know, three, four years now. So uh, it's going to be really cool. And, you know, just a little bit, uh, you know, talking back and forth, uh, you know, uh, it's it's going to be super exciting, but uh, yeah, there's no friends on the ice. Do you have to go back to I don't know Adam or Pee Wee the last time you guys actually played against each other? Yeah, I think like I think even uh, it would have been Pee Wee actually. Yeah, but uh, you know we played together for up until midget. So um, yeah, but other than that, I haven't played against him since uh, since Pee Wee. Braden, have fun on this road trip. Good luck to you and the Mushaw Warriors. Thank you. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Hey, what a week for Zach Benson and the Winnipeg Ice. The NHL draft eligible forward is a good one. Seven points in two games to pick up the award. And no doubt an invite coming to the Kubota CHL NHL Top Prospects game set for Langley, B.C. in January. Voice of the Ice, Brian Munns has more. Seven points for you against the Regina Pats. Obviously a big game winner as well on Wednesday night this week as your club wrapped up the 10-game homestand. First of all, your thoughts when you found out about being named the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week and a nice little run right now that you're on. Yeah, obviously it's uh, it's an honor to be named uh, Player of the Week. Um, uh, it was a great week for our team. Um, got a couple of uh, big wins. Um, obviously, um, the first game was a little bit of a of a barn burner, but uh, the second one was a, a little more of a I guess you could call it a, a good close hockey game. What was it like to be a part? Obviously, you and Connor Bedard are close. You know each other from the West Coast. There's so many really young, talented players in your age group for the upcoming NHL draft this summer in Nashville. But for you versus Bedard, two sold-out buildings inside the ice cave at Wayne Fleming Arena, and for your club to come out on top. Yeah, it's obviously fun to play a special talent like that. Um, he's obviously um, one of the best in the league, if not the best. And uh, for it to be sold out in the Flem, um, you know, it's uh, pretty cool to get a couple of big wins. It's been a terrific season overall. I know the focus league-wise is just this past week, but from start to finish this year, it looks like you've come in here on a on a pretty big mission. Yeah, um, obviously uh, from the start of the year to now, it's uh, been lots of fun. Um, we've been playing really good hockey, um, so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, um, take it day by day, and, uh, you know, keep improving. Your management made a move with Lethbridge early in the year. Ty Nash comes in, and lo and behold, it's Nash, yourself, and Connor Geeky in the top six right now for your team. There's obviously a terrific line right now with Matthew Savoy centering Owen Peterson and Connor McLennan. But what has Nash and Geeky brought to you, and vice versa for you for them? Um, yeah, me and Geeks have been playing together for a while now. Um, he, we have built some uh, good chemistry. Um, he's super skilled, obviously, um, makes plays, um, super smart. And then Nasher, um, great addition, works extremely hard, super skilled, um, great speed, and he, um, you know, he gets a lot of loose pucks. Going into this weekend, Ty scored in four consecutive games now. Do you take credit for that as well? Is there some fun banter inside the room? Um, you know what? No, he's, he's a great player. No surprise to me that he scored four um, in four straight. Um, um, like I said, he's, he's a great player, and uh, he's going he's gonna to keep scoring. With Zach Benson, the Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Zach, you wrap up a 10-game homestand. Your club goes 9-1. and one. The only blemish came on Tuesday night against the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Just thoughts on what your club was able to do over that long period of time all at home? Um, yeah, we've uh, been playing great hockey. Um, we had one, one game where we probably didn't play our best or we wanted, probably wanted it back. But uh, at the end of the day, um, it's one game. Um, you can't uh, you know, uh, dwell on it. 
Um, so I think we did a good job at bouncing back and uh, getting the W uh, last night. How do you assess what the team's been able to do? There was obviously a lot of hype after last regular season. You fall, obviously, in the Eastern Conference Championship Series to the Edmonton Oil Kings, but coming into this weekend right now, a 21-2 and record. You're atop of the division, an eight-point advantage over the Red Deer Rebels, and your team has already scored over 100 goals this year. How do you see things to this point? Yeah, we've been playing uh, great hockey. Um, you know, last year... Um, you know, a lot of us were on the team that uh, fell short and, um, you know, I think it's just making us hungrier. Um, each day we show up to practice, you know, we're not taking days off. We know kind of what it takes to, to be at that level now. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it was a good learning experience and uh, I think we're going to, you know, uh, keep uh, improving day by day here. Is it fair to say in watching you from upstairs in the booth that consistency might be the biggest thing that you've tried to do this season? Absolutely. I think uh, being consistent is uh, the uh, most important thing as a player. Um, consistency, you hear it from everyone. Um, you hear it from the best, Connor McDavid, uh, you know, all those guys in the National League. Um, so um, being consistent is, uh, you know, main focus of mine. Appreciate the insight. Congratulations again, the WHL's Player of the Week. Yeah, thank you. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests and as well to WHL broadcasters James Gallo and Brian Munns for their help this week. I'm John Keane, and thanks for listening.